This week on The Reverse Stick, it's election time. With the next FIH Congress finally approaching, we have our first candidate. Guess who? Greetings once again. This is The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast Coming around for episode 182, my name is John Lee, I am one half of the team here, uh, our goalkeeper, Matt Allen. <laughs> uh, for our hockey twos, hockey what are you talking about? Yep. Looking forward to bringing that to the, to the globe soon it's enough. It's not far away. Welcome folks. folks, welcome, welcome to episode 182 of the Reverse the Global Hockey Podcast. Indeed, it is great to have you, you here once again. It's great to be here opposite you once again, John. Thank you, in the Cool Up Broadcasting Corporation main head office. Yeah, a little bit warm with the aircon off here in the uh, in, in the shed at the moment, so we'll try and get through this show as quickly as possible. Slight difference to this week's show, we like to talk about things happening all over the globe, but we're going to be a little bit more singular on our topic this week, aren't we? Well, we are. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, did you have any hockey this week? Are you still succumbing? Played last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, played oh, last night. that would night. have been... Enjoyable after what was it, 38 degrees? Or something it was warm. Yesterday? Yeah, it was warm. We were struggling for some players, so um, two young men came and played the game um, to bolster us to, to five a side. Young for men. A, yeah, young men. One and one a, a formerly recent uh, Kookaburra, um, so it was good to play alongside, <laughs> alongside him. Oh, really? Against his brother on the other team, so oh, a bit, really? bit of entertainment. It, let's say it was end to end. It was rather warm, <laughs> uh, but no, it was, it was good fun. So any, yeah. any brotherly love? No, seeing as you've asked, yeah, no, the face is healing fine. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks for all your concern out there as well. Thank you, Will Murray. He did uh, get in touch uh, on another matter, but the first thing he said was, "You know, I hope your face isn't too bad." So I appreciate so that. So one person that you know made a comment <laughs> that was <laughs> comforting to you. That's about right. <laughs> News. Well, the news is we do have our first official candidate for the role of president of the FIH uh, with the elections coming up in how many days at the next Congress? Oh, 80, 90 or something. No, okay. 88. Well, what? About three months. About three months. So we, we thought we'd go through, uh, well, first of all, it is, of course, uh, Mr. Narendra Dhruv Batra, the current president of the FIH, also the current president of the Indian Olympic Committee. Association. Association, that's yeah. the one. And the Commonwealth Games Association the of Commonwealth India. Commonwealth Games Association, okay. Um, and IOC board member. Yeah. Uh, IOC member. Oh, There's a different like that. Anyway, um, so he's, he's put out a letter to the members of the FIH Congress uh, outlying his achievements and outlying his vision for the future and essentially uh, putting down exactly why he should be voted for to be the next president. Now, as it stands, he's the only candidate, so he's probably going to get in at this stage. Well, we don't know. The nominations are open. Uh, well, they opened up on the 12th of Feb, and they run until the 12th of March. So there is still time, John, for either you, as we've spoken about in the yeah. past, or Clint Flicker to put their hand up. Just need to get that backing of an NA somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do it if there's a national association wants to uh, back me. Now, of course, this will uh, take the presidency through until 2024, um, when the Paris Games is due to happen. That's right, it is. Now, so this is, what do you call it when the politician sort of get, lays out his... It's a manifesto? His, well, it sort of is a manifesto, I suppose. Anyway, so we thought we'd go through the letter and uh, let you all know, because uh, this is a very important decision for hockey, 
and a lot of the stuff that um, Mr. Batra is talking about will have effects on all of us as hockey people, and so I think we should be informed about what the plans are, don't you, Matt? Yes, I do, and I'm not quite sure how we're going to attack it. We, do, we, do we start and look back at the no, very I, first I, interview in 2016? And no, I think what we there, do or... is we'll, we'll give you a brief summation of the letter, and then we'll start talking about it more in depth. Um, now, the letter opens with, I hope this letter finds you well and safe, and that's very nice. But before you get there, at the very top of the letter, you get an idea of where this, this letter's going when... Um, Mr. Batra describes himself as Dr. Narinda Dhruv Batra at the very top of the paper with his little with his address, address and phone number. Yeah, yeah. It's all dated the 18th of February. Well, he'd been, so that is just selfless. Maybe that, selfish maybe, that address, maybe that address is his consulting room. Uh, it's not about the address, but can you stop using the term doctor when you're not conducting business for the university that gave you that honorary yeah, yeah. doctorate? Uh, you're not a doctor. Stop doing it. The IOC won't let you do it. Stop doing it for hockey. That might also give you an idea of the tone of where we're going with this show. Anyway, uh, the letter um, starts with, I hope this letter finds you well and safe. In 2016, you gave me your trust in electing me as the 12th president of the International Hockey Federation. In the last four years, I've done my best to put all my energies to enable the FIH to fulfil its missions, in particular, the development of hockey globally and new, add new objectives and steadily improve its management for the good of hockey. That's how the letter opens. He then um, goes on to uh, list uh, a series of what he calls uh, recent achievements and decisions. Um, and other accomplishments, and uh, then goes on to... No, let's do, let's do, let's do the whole thing. So in, in this regard, since 2016, FIH launched its global home and away league, the FIH Hockey Pro League, created other new events, the FIH Nations Cup, as well as the FIH Hockey Fives World Cup and World Tour, staged numerous online courses, signed new commercial partners, increased its social media audiences, produced a global and modern app, Watch.Hockey, Engage with athletes to have hockey benefit from their influencers' status, improved mm. its good governance, pushed its digitalization, and decided to get rid of watered turf in the near future, just to name a few of its recent achievements and decisions. Now, we can pick apart some of that. Well, let's just go through the letter. I'll do it paragraph by paragraph. Sure. So people okay, get that'd be, that'd, with that'd be nice. We'll be coming back to that. Of course, these accomplishments, and especially the FIH Hockey Pro League, which is a major vehicle to drive the growth and awareness of hockey globally, have required some financial investments, and it was not foreseen to have a positive financial result or even a break-even in year one. However, thanks to our learnings from the first season and the responsible management of our resources, our budget forecast for the second edition already shows a break-even. And in terms of the overall finances of FIH, we have a clear and sound budget plan for the upcoming years. All these achievements wouldn't have been possible without your strong commitment to hockey, as well as your trust. The experience of the last five years, coupled with your numerous encouragements and my strong dedication, have convinced me that I should make myself available to pursue my mission at the helm of FIH. Therefore, I herewith have the honour and the pleasure to announce my candidacy to continue to be your president beyond the upcoming Congress, should you wish me to do so. 
Indeed, with your support and that of the FIH Executive Board, the Continental Federations, the FIH Committee members, the FIH Administration and all hockey stakeholders, I feel equipped to bring FIH to the next level. To do so, I've listed thereafter 11 points. My 11 players for the next presidential mandate. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, so there's a, a, a list of... You haven't, um, you haven't been on one 11? of those for a while, have you? My mandate. <laughs> boom, boom. Um, so we'll just quickly list what his 11 players are. Number one, developing hockey, the number one priority. A, develop hockey fives. B, ensure successful new events. FIH Nations Cup, FIH Hockey Fives World Cup and World Tour. Or C, organise more courses and workshops, including online. And D, improve the quality of hockey equipment through our quality programme. Number two is to increase the visibility of hockey through A, and develop a fan base, the Hockey Invites program. Develop athletes base, the Hockey Invites campaign, including focus on China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Qatar and Africa. C is establish the FIH Hockey Pro League as the main driver for exposure. And D, growwatch.hockey. Number three, enhance financial sustainability. A, consolidate and increase ties with commercial partners, broadcast partners and preferred suppliers. B, explore new resources such as betting, gaming. C, maximise the use of our data to generate more revenues. Four, put fans and athletes at the centre of everything we do. Involve, A, is involve athletes in more in promotion and management of hockey. And B, engage further with fans, especially through our digital platforms. Number five, innovate. A, be always abreast of the new digital trends. B, launch e-hockey. C, work closer to the gaming industry. Number six, improve our Olympic status. A, consolidate our more than 100-year status as an Olympic sport. B, attain higher IF group within the IOC. I'm not sure what it is. International Federation. Yeah. Number seven, harmonise international calendar for events. Number eight, maintain clean hockey. A, fight against doping, essentially through prevention and education. B, protect integrity of our events. I thought he was talking about your shirt. Anyway, number nine, improve our good governance. A, continue our progression within ASOIF's yearly assessment. And B, develop and implement sustainability strategy. Ten, make our sport even more inclusive by A, improve gender equality, B, promote diversity. And here we go, number 11, was it right, right wing or left wing? Use hockey as a catalyst for positive social change. Promote UN International Days. And B, sorry, I didn't say the A first, B, enhance our role in society. That's the well, 11 players. And C, world peace. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I made <laughs> yeah, that bit yeah, up. Yeah. I hereby commit to engage all necessary efforts to fight the challenges coming our way and seize every opportunity to grow hockey, both in terms of participants and fans, as this is so crucial to generate the resources we need to make our sport flourish. I commit to do so by continuing the spirit of dialogue which has to prevail in all our proceedings, therefore maintaining the unity of the hockey family, which is so crucial to the success of our organisation. I commit to... Always look for ways to make our management more innovative, modern and efficient, which are necessary prerequisites in a constantly and fast-evolving world. I thank you for your attention and remain, of course, at your disposal for any further information you would need or any question 
you would have. Yours in hockey. Dr. Narinda Karov Batra. Email Dr. Cuckoo. Won't, won't give you yeah. all of it. No. Dr. Cuckoo. That's correct, folks. That's what his uh, email address says. Now, so essentially, this is in two parts. It's saying, this is what I've done. Look at how good a job I, I've done. And this is what I want to do in the future. Vote for me. So, shall we break it down into the what he's done and what he wants to do stuff? Well, I, I Let's just, start with what he's done. I, I, I want to bring up that very first interview as president yep. in 2016 yep. in the UAE. Now, within that interview, he was asked various questions by some local and international journalists there, and he said that he need, uh, we needed to concentrate on TV and social medias. That needs to happen. His priorities, his goals, increase revenues and reach. Everything else was fine. It was a well-oiled machine across the FIH. Um, he also said hockey is moving forward with a, f- with a five-a-side, with five-a-side and such things. And then he was asked a question. In 2016. This is in, in 2016. Um, so we've got a couple of grabs of audio. Do yeah. you want to go to, go to the first one? Go there? to the first one. Is, is your election I'll tell you what, hockey is my passion, hockey is in my blood. I made it very clear when I did my speech also. People who are from India will tell you a person would be a nutcase if he left cricket. If I was in cricket, I would have been president of the cricket board today. The only thing I know is hockey. I never tried to go for Indian Olympic presidentship. I could have been two years back. Yeah. So for me, it's only hockey, and I don't see beyond that. And that's where I need to remain focused and do and concentrate. For me, it's hockey, 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 and that's it. How's that working out for you, uh, Mr. Dr. Batra? Uh, in, in the subsequent years, he's become president of the Indian Olympic Association. That was never part of the plan. No. He obviously went in to try and help them out. I like they needed the, some support. I personally, my favourite part is, if I had have stayed at cricket, I'd have been the head of the BCCI. <laughs> Whoa. So why, why, why would you leave cricket then if you could have been the head of the BCCI? Would that be because the BCCI and cricket are not part of the Olympic movement, perhaps? Yet. Yet, yet John. Yet, well, see, he could have been the man that took cricket to the Olympics. Well, may well, Decide, aren't we lucky? May well still be that man post-2024. Let's just wait and see on that one. Yeah, see how it goes. But um, that, anyway, that's one grab. We've got yeah, another. Yeah. This is from the first press conference that Mr. Batra yeah, po- did. Post-election, post-rapturous round of applause, 2016 uh, in Dubai. Let's listen to this one. Might be a bit of a gap. I can say uh, me and the new CEO will not let you down and will not let, let hockey down on the revenue part. You can be rest assured. Give us some time. You'll be rest assured. The revenues will go up. No question. So your objective will be more to... Well, there we go. He said the revenues are going up. Absolutely no question. Now, how is that CEO getting on at the moment? I'm not sure what he's doing, but it's got not much to do with hockey at the moment. I think he's had something to do with helicopters. <laughs> something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, so they were the two statements that we took out of uh, what Mr. Batra said at his opening press conference. And if you look down, at this is his list of achieve, claimed achievements. Let's go through one and all. Uh, the launch of the Global Home and Away League, the FIH Hockey Pro League, which uh, after one season they decided wasn't going to be a Home and Away League anymore. 
Um, no, it's a home and a home, home and a home, and away and away league. Yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah. And has it been a success? I would say not yet. Jury's very much still out on that one. Uh, they created other new events, the FIH Nations Cup, as well as the Hockey Fives World Cup and World Tour. Now, the FIH Nations, you had competitions and you've gotten rid of them and you've had to replace them with these <laughs> new competitions because you got rid of the competitions you had going before. Yeah. There was, you didn't create the FIH Nations Cup, you just rebranded it and redesigned it. It's, it's the same old stuff going around again. But no, but you can't claim that that's a success because no. we haven't seen it in action. No. That's true. We Not, can say that in our time doing this podcast, we've seen, what, three different models mm-hmm. have tried? Anyway, Hockey Fives World Cup has not happened. What, 2023 is, okay, the bidding process to host is, has gone out there, but you can't claim a success on something which is still two years away from happening. And the World Tour, which doesn't exist. No, no news on that yet. Well, no, but we'll be talking more about Hockey Fives next week because originally it was supposed to exist well, 20, you go, well, you go back to 2016. We'll, yeah, 2013 we'll was the very first, um, first okay. time we saw it. Stage numerous online courses. Yep. Well, they have. Yeah. Well, they've partly been forced to as well in the last 12 months. Yep. <laughs> but I don't know if you can claim, is that, is that something a president can say? Oh, we've, we've staged numerous online courses. Anyway. They've signed new commercial partners like MyCujo. Maplytics. Well, let's go. What about their commercial partners, Matt? Well, Hero is still the the sort of the main one you've you've got on the. So Hero were commercial partner in 2016. uh, I think they were. They've been on 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 board for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that was linked into hockey media league. The 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 global sporting organisation that's sponsored by a company that only sells products in one part of the globe, a specific (laughs) part of the globe. Anyway. Um, what do you want to know? Osaka are on board, but they've essentially just, was it Grays? They re- replaced Polytown still on board. Their Dream 11, the Fantasy League, um, Indian Fantasy League app. Um, and of course, the global partners, Nagra Kudowski. Well, are we receiving any revenue from that at the moment? I, I'm oh, not so sure that we are. Who knows what that deal involved? Because I don't think they put any monetary value on that deal when they announced it. No, much, they? much you know, like, like, um, Same with the Maplytics deal as yeah. well when that, when that was announced. It was, it was um, about them being able to help us which is and really use our data better. Which is really funny considering when they announced that uh, deal that they did with Adidas. Remember, yeah. Yeah. they were quite happy to tell us that. Oh no, we're not getting any money. No, it's no, no. just we're a using, contra thing, you know. We're using their expertise to help us grow yeah, the game, yeah. and yeah. and that uh, means we can put Adidas on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Adisha, India's best kept secret, bankrolled Hockey India for a while, a while there now, um, and host of the next World Cup. Uh, so for, a, gov- for a government authority in a country is okay. And I had an interesting conversation. That's, that's not a commercial partner, is it? Well, well, no, they're paying good money. Don't worry about no, but that. Are they commercial partners? Can, if it's government money, regardless of how it comes to you, is it a commercial partner or not? Anyway, increased its social media audiences. Oh, we can, well, we know, did it maybe, yeah, probably. We appear very high on all of those um, reports that come out annually, John. Yeah, we do indeed. All two billion of us. Um. Produced global and modern app, watch.hockey. Mm. Well, global app. Still, still, in, still in beta testing, really, isn't it? I would think so. Engage with athletes to have hockey benefit from hockey. No, sorry, no mention of FIH.live there, though. No. no. 
no, no, none of that stuff going on. Um, engage with athletes to have hockey benefit from their influencers' status, Matt. I didn't know. I did not know that hockey players had the status of Muppets, vacuous Muppets. Engaged with athletes to have hockey benefit from their influencers' status. So hockey benefits from the influencers' status of athletes, and that's all to do with the FIH. Apparently. It's obviously the outcome of what... Well, I don't, well, I, I, don't, I don't think they have engaged because you look at who the, the biggest people on social media and um, from a player's side of things, it's the Argentinians. Yeah. But Spanish isn't the language of uh, the FIH, John. No, it's not. French is. Um, no, it's not. It is. <laughs> England, English is. No, it's French. We've been told. Horse's mouth. Uh, okay. Um, where are we up to? Improved. Improved. Yeah. Oh, improved. <laughs> Improved its good governance. Oh, well, I, I think the very fact that the president happens to be president of another association that has a direct conflict that was shown up in the recent Indian threat to boycott the Commonwealth Games at, at its very least basic level, and there's plenty of other examples of the absolutely shoddy governance in the FIH. The, toy, the toys got thrown out of the pram. And then suddenly the Commonwealth Games shooting and whatever other event is going to be held in India, not in Birmingham next next time around. Yeah. Um, so it obviously it, worked. It just, it, you know, partly using the sport, a sport and many sports, that you happen to also be the head of yourself and including it in that group of sports. I mean, th- th- there's a clear conflict. No, but, and that's just one. But we do now have an integrity commission. Oh, that's right. Let's not get into the email that the president of a national association sent that states they don't want to have an investigation because it would prove them all con- unconstitutional. You got a copy of that? Uh, I'm not letting that one out. Uh, pushed its digitalization. So that's just watch.hockey app again, isn't it? Well, it pushed it, it will push Mike Kujo off a cliff. That's yeah. where we started the first time around. So, yeah, they've done well there. And the great thing is, this is the best thing. This is the greatest thing. The, the, and decided to get rid of watered turf in the near future, just to name a few of its recent achievements and decisions. So that's not his achievements and decisions. It's the FIHs, but we we know what you're getting at. But I did read somewhere that, that was it? By Paris, that yeah, we've we've had that announcement before. Yeah. They're looking by by Paris to have the waterless turfs. There's not one in existence at the moment, is there? No, well, I'm just wondering whether that's an indoor hockey fives court or not. That or not that won't need a wa- any water on yeah, it. Won't it won't. It, it won't. Ah, so unless yeah. the, unless you want to get some of the blood out of it uh, from dangerous highballs flying around the place. This bit about the FIA Pro League is really good too. A major vehicle to drive the growth and awareness of hockey globally. Uh, it, Goes through and says it required some financial investments and it was not foreseen to have a positive financial result or even a break-in year and you won. Well, no, we've talked about that, but I think you'll find you probably did. Uh, however, thanks to our learnings from the first season and the responsible management of our resources, our budget forecast for the second edition already shows a break-even. I cannot believe that. No, we haven't. We're not even halfway through the, the second edition. But it's like you need a bloody well. No, what is used is a crystal ball because all of these achievements are things that are going to happen in the future. <laughs> well, that's what it's sounding like. Um, 
Now, the, the responsible management of our resources, you gutted the place. Maybe that's... You sacked people. Maybe that's the thing for hockey fives. We're not going to play with hockey balls. We're going to play with crystal balls. Oh, very clever. Yeah. Oh, well, that's where it gets all of that electronic jiggery from, isn't it? It's crystal and transmit all the data and stats, ah, remember? Well, oh, you mean like mini Van den Graaff generator type balls? That, you play with exactly. those? Exactly. Yeah. Um, in terms of overall finances of the FIH, we have a clear and sound budget plan for the up- um, upcoming years. <laughs> So once again, there's that crystal ball, isn't it? I would have thought that goes on the next page with the 11 players, but anyway. Um, the Pro League has not been a success, and it's hard to determine because COVID stuffed it around. Why would you even put that in about, oh, we didn't think we'd make money? Of course you're not going to make money, but what you did at now the that's end... Lift, of... That's lifted from the 2019 financial statement, which still isn't available on the FIH yeah, website. Still not up there. Um, which I think that comes back to good governance because I'm pretty sure there must be some regulation about when you're supposed to post your financials, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, good governance. Um, and it's just the idea that the Pro League, I mean, it, or, you, you slashed your budgets for the Pro League after year one. You got rid of a whole pile of things you used to do and you tried to do and it cost too much money. Well, sponsor the commentator is a classic example of what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and you provide everybody who was was complaining about it, who actually watched the games, and there's not many of them that did. Yeah. Should we go on to the 11 players then? I, I have a list here from episode 171. I've got to go back through my book here, Matt. 171. Here you go. And where, where I criticised Mr. Batra's reign and went through a list of things I said were uh, were failures. His comments at the World Cup in 2000 and uh, um, sorry, not the World Cup at the Hockey World League, Hockey World League semi-finals in London, re-Pakistan and and cheating and corruption and a whole lot of other stuff. If that if the alarm bells weren't going off then for people that this bloke should not be in charge of a global sporting association, the Hockey India League, bam, <laughs> even though they still use the logo, um, the Hockey Revolution. Well, that started before. This is when he came on board. It was Hockey Revolution Two. Ah, okay. The World League, the Hockey Series, the Champions Trophy gone. Um, the shambles with Pakistan and the Pro League sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. Remember, the current CEO said that we didn't need a naming rights sponsor for our number one marquee uh, blue league. ribbon tournament. <laughs> yeah, because we're a family game. Yeah, that's right. That's who supports hockey. That's who pays your wages. Families. And pay, and pay even more to facilitate the pro league in a lot of countries, as yeah, we know. Yeah, we got slugged for it. Um, the financials, still not up. We've mentioned that. Good governance. Well done. Hockey fives. Well, next week when we delve more into hockey fives, why? What we, we're getting told everything about it, but why are we doing this? Uh, Mike Cujo, we mentioned, and things like shot clocks at the Pro League. Uh, you know, like, it might not have been your job to fly down to Australia and check all the venues to make sure that they had all the right stuff to hold the tournament, <laughs> like shot clocks, but you're responsible for having that person sent. Um, there's a whole list to be of fair, other things. To be fair, I think he did, did do a superb job at the Fiscally Responsible Pro League, through oh, our, our, our lockdown last year. That's true, he did. And, um, you know, was there every game, 
every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. No matter how many hats he had to have on, he was there pitch side. He managed to pull it off. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I'm John Lee. That's Matt Allen, the other voice. Hi, good to be here. And uh, we're going through the the letter that the current FIH president, Mr. Narinda Dhruvbatra, has sent to all members of the FIH Congress outlining his pitch uh, to be the continue in his role as the FIH president. We've been through the stuff he claims and now what he wants to do in the future. And his 11 players, he's got a list of 11 points here and... This is what he's he's asking. Should for be five. Should mandate. be five points. Really, should be five points. Five points for his it team. Should, yeah, yeah. Well, eleven players. Yeah. Especially considering the that's, number that's, one that's, that's number two. one priority and the number one priority is to develop hockey fives. It's, it's two teams and an umpire. <laughs> one day though. Hang on. Does he say anything about officials? Anything about officials on there at all? No. Nothing, no. Doesn't care about officials. It's or, all athletes. Or, 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 the grumpires will be out. So developing hockey, this is obviously a priority, you'd think, for the FIH president is to develop hockey. Ensure successful new events. Well, I know. Yeah, develop hockey. Ensure successful new events. FIH Nations Cup, FIH Hockey Fires World Cup, World and World Tour. Tour. Hang on. You've already claimed them as a success of something that you've already had in your previous term. <laughs> Jeez, they better work, otherwise he's telling lies. Uh, and the FIH Nations Cup, as we went through, is just another... Branding of exactly what's been going on before. I know, but you get an opportunity to get promoted to the pro league, John, to the oh. big league, to the. Now remind me again, what, what's the pro? The pro stands for. Uh, probably product, 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 yeah. product league. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. In organise more courses and workshops, including online. Yeah, well, that's all. Yeah. Kind of should be happening, isn't that part of the job? You're not going to say that's it. No more courses. No more workshops, and we're taking everything. Down from being online. That's it. It's not just not. Well, no. is it is it the FIH's responsibility to be um, doing coach training, for instance? Oh, for the top level. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you've okay. got to be accredited to have that to then be able to go for the top jobs, don't you? You need to have your level three, your level four, or whatever you know, um, black belt, yellow dan, whatever they're called. Improve the quality of hockey equipment through our quality program. Well, don't don't you do that? Isn't isn't that part well, of I what it's you kind of, it's kind you of do ma- anyway? Kind of manufacturer driven, isn't it? And then if there's an issue with it, you step in that, and that, say, that's, no, "Yeah, that's how the quality that. yeah program takes care." Aluminium hockey sticks. There you go. Um, number two point in the eleven players. So one of the fullbacks, because the hockey the goalie's number one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Unless, um, it's, unless it's Jamie Dwyer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Number two, increase the visibility of hockey. A develop fan base. The hockey invites program. What is C- the campaign? What Will is you the... just, we've just, just says hashtag hockey invites and anything that's put out. Oh. Mildly related. Oh. Oh, so that's already happening as well. That's happening, John. He's got these back to front, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> B. Develop athletes base through the hockey invites campaign, including focus on China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Qatar and Africa. Oh. We did the right. So two, two, Saudi two, Arabia. Two Saudi. Equally two super, amazing. Two, two superpowers. Russia, the, the country that's been banned from the Olympic movement, isn't it? Yep. Um, yeah. So Africa as a as a continent. Well, that's, a, that's a pretty not big a country. Pretty, pretty big ask, isn't it? Um, Qatar, Qatar. You know, so well known for their human rights policy. <laughs> and 
Do you reckon Saudi Arabia would let the Malaysians who are working over there play? Well, for I was their just country? about to mention about the Pakistanis and the Bangladeshis in Qatar. Qatar, Qatar. Say both ways, can't you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the appearance of the Saudi Arabian women's team. That should be good. We could, yeah. Establish FIH Hockey Pro League as a main driver for exposure. No, it's not called the FIH Hockey Pro League. But it's the FIH Pro League. Because uh, otherwise well. it's the Federacional uh, Internacional Hockey Hockey Pro League. Hockey Hockey Pro League. Yeah. It's, it's, not going to, it's not going to the ATM machine, isn't it? Um, it's the main driver for exposure. Okay, so you want the Hockey Pro League to be your blue ribbon event. Not the World Cup. Not the World Cup. No mention of the World Cup. No, no mentions of World Cups at all. And D, oh, no, there is. Hockey, hockey Fires World Cup. Oh, that's yes, it. Yeah. D, grow watch dot hockey. Bit of water. Um, <laughs> no, no sun. water. You can't oh, no have water. any water. Oh, no. How are you going to grow that's, it? That's, that's, that's How are you going to grow it with that? that is. Oh, dear. A little bit of fertiliser, Matt. Well, there's plenty, pl- plenty of that going around if you read this. <laughs> <laughs> Enhance financial sustainability is point three. Yep. Um, I think every business or organisation tries to do that at all times, don't they? Well, consol- That's good. Uh, consolidate and increase ties with commercial partners. How about, Broadcast ha- partners and preferred How about suppliers. going and getting some new commercial partners? Star anybody. No, well, no, that's, but that's a conversation we also had on the clubhouse. We'll talk more about clubhouse towards the end of the show. Um, a guy from Star Sports was on talking about how things are in India at the moment and the success of Kabaddi and the increasing success of, uh, soccer there in India. And both sports have got very wealthy patrons that have basically bankrolled the, the production side of things to make sure that there is a product for Star Sports to go and show. Now, what happens beyond that? The commercial revenue that potentially can come in, but there are there are wealthy people who've stumped up the cash to make sure those things happen. And Kabaddi has and grown ex- oh, grown exponentially. Um, it's absolutely huge there. Yeah. Now we've looked at it as Star Sports being the saviour of the game with the big TV deals, and when that all collapsed after two years, we're getting it the wrong way round. It seems to be, um, you know, and. Commercial partners, broadcast partners, and preferred suppliers. Uh, and B, explore new resources such as betting and gaming. Now, by, by gaming, I'm assuming video-type games yes. like yeah, the yeah, FIFA yeah. and NFL Madden or whatever, you know, like but, that sort of stuff. But also, but, but, no, but, it, but, it, but also that could mean your Dream 11-type setup with fantasy gaming Fantasy league sports. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, but, that could come with that. And gaming through that, and and betting. Now, <sighs> well, we've we we had Scott Ferguson on the show quite a um, quite a time yeah. back talking about the possibilities of betting companies getting involved in hockey. Yeah. Um, Muff as well. Rupert was on was on um, from TRS World Eleven. We discussed yeah. those opportunities there, and both of them said, well. We just don't have the statistics or the interest in gathering the statistics no. to make it a, prop- a worthwhile proposition to engage people that like to have a punt. Yeah, and whether you whether you, whether you agree it being morally something that should be allowed or shouldn't be allowed, of course, betting is illegal in India. We've we've long bemoaned the the fact that there isn't statistical databases that are easy to use and 
in hockey. Several times we've talked about it. And we, we haven't even considered the idea of that being linked to the betting industry and, and that, that, you know, our conversation has always been about we as people who are trying, who have an interest in the game can't find the statistics. There is no statistical analysis. And the statistics we do keep now on individual games are rubbish. Look at the past two two pro league games that we've looked at the stats online for, and yeah. they've got cards attributed to the wrong team. Yeah, you know? it happened twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they didn't have any shots on goal in that quarter, but they scored two. Yeah. You know? um, so even even if they could do something, the betting companies, the stats that they'd be relying on are joke. No, so they'd have to take it on board themselves. And that, that we haven't even started talking about um, corruption entering through the betting industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm not getting on a moral high holy horse. It happens. Now, how sports deal with that is very much to do with how big it becomes in your sport. And remember, with a lot of these betting syndicates that try and rip, off, you know, try and get a rip off happening, is that they're not they're not betting on Premier League games. They're not trying to pay off blokes who are making a hundred thousand pound a week. No, okay, it's, they're trying, they, it's you, a nineteen, twenty-year-old kid who's on next to nothing. Um, who's playing? You can bet on on games here in Perth overseas. Yeah, and we're talking about amateur blokes. Yeah, essentially, they might be getting I don't know a few hundred so dollars talking, a game. You're talking about hockey players, are you? Then? No. Well, no, you're talking about amateurs, though. Yeah, amateur football players. Yeah, yeah. And you can bet on these games. And that's where how the corruption creeps in. Anyway, well, I'm, not, he, yeah. I'm, I'm not for or against betting, just for the sake of the argument. Yeah. But these are issues involved with it. Okay, this is a cracker, this one, Matt. 3C, maximise the use of our data to generate more revenues. Your data? What data are you talking about? It's obviously not playing data. No, it sounds like you and me. It sounds like actually yeah. capturing the people who selling are playing the game data. and selling the data on. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Maybe it's not. Well, they're Google. Happy to be corrected on that. Oh, that, that's scary, that stuff. When you start looking at your membership base like that, you want to collect our data and sell it to the highest bidder. Well, that Nagra, just, Nagra Kodowski are very good at exactly that. That's exactly what Very that good is. at that. And that, you know, that's just lazy. Number four, Matt, put fans and athletes at the centre of everything we do. Fans and athletes. A, involve athletes more in promotion and management of hockey. B, engage further with fans, especially through our digital platforms. Are they uh, the athletes getting paid for that? <laughs> that's an interesting... Yeah, we'll see. That's one of the image issues rights. that athletes... Image rights, all of that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, but, you know, we're a family sport, so they'll just do it for free because they love their daddy. Um, engage further with fans? I suppose you always want to do that. Five, innovate. Mm. Be always abreast of the new digital trends. Very important. Being trendy. You on Clubhouse yet, Mr. Batra? Does he have an iPhone? I don't think he can. Um, launch e-hockey. What's e-hockey? Well, that's that's gaming, mate, and that goes back to what we spoke about last week. Fantasy Ho- hockey. hockey. No, no, no. I, no, I think that's hockey twenty one um, hockey twenty one dot com that we spoke about last oh, okay. last week in. Um, Gaming platforms, so that you know they talk about a um, uh, like a drag flick style game that they're looking to promote straight away, and they're looking to raise fourteen thousand pounds to be able to make that happen and potentially do other things going Quite forward. Angry Birds for hockey. 
No, I think sort of stuff. no, I think it goes back to your what you mentioned a few weeks ago about it's the FIFA of hockey. But jeez, okay. like EA Sports, whoever they've got absolutely no interest in making a game for such a small pool of um, potential consumers. No, Namely, not, the, the the hockey pool. Well, when you consider the the cost that we're going to developing millions, a game like that, millions. I mean, they probably could just base it off of FIFA Manager or whatever it's called, or one of those games. Yeah, and, no, but, and a, um, our friend at Boss of Hockey said, "No, it's a lot more to it than that." Okay. Yeah, okay. Number six. It, oh no, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're closer to the gaming industry, which kind of ties into. Yeah, Whereas gaming industry for us here is your, gam- is your, gambling, is your gambling industry, yeah. but that's a, you know. That's just him and I was like, I think. Uh, number six, improve our Olympic status. A, consolidate our more than 100-year status as an Olympic sport and B, attain higher uh, international federation group within the IOC. Um, Olympic status. Well, you've, you've already bent over and decided you're going to give us fives and and if that means, and, and destroy the fabric of the game and if... if you guys think that that's consolidating your Olympic status? What are you, what are you talking about? What? Uh, what are you just saying? No, that's absolutely rubbish. Because I've got a statement here from um, Thierry. Um, I haven't got my date on this because I did a screen grab with it. The FIH CEO was full of praise for the hockey fives, but ruled out the possibility of five aside replacing eleven aside in the Olympics. Quote: Hockey fives will continue to be played in youth Olympics, but it will never replace eleven aside eleven aside in summer hockey. That way, it creates a balance. Next year, the FIH will also start exhibition matches of hockey fives. Well, they hadn't, but um, uh, no, never, never replace the eleven aside in summer Olympics. What, what's his balance? That's the balance between fives and elevens. But what was out of balance? <laughs> don't we don't we already play a six aside game? That's what comes back to the why again. Um, yeah, consolidate your Olympic status. Let's see how good that goes, shall we? I'm, I'm, harmonise, number seven, harmonise yeah. international calendar for events. I'm not quite sure what that means. Harmonise. Uh, it has no no little A, Bs or Cs or anything. No. Is that um, just go ahead and put our international tournaments wherever they, we want to put them and just not care about anybody else? Maybe, like maybe it's all... Associations con- or confederations? Maybe it's all continental championships happen at the same time, but then that's not a practical thing because of the way different seasons work in different countries. And, and unless the, the global hockey calendar is standardised and harmonised in some way with the international calendar, then just harmonising the international calendar won't change anything. No. Just probably end up making it worse. Okay, number eight. Maintain clean hockey. A, fight against doping, essentially through prevention and education, and B, protect integrity of our events. Now, it's interesting. Well, prevention, education, and testing. Yeah, uh, well, the interesting thing is I don't think the FIH does that much testing at all. In fact, they do very little. little. Most of the athletes that we know that represent their countries are tested by their national anti-doping yeah, tied in with their, yeah. the the Olympic or the individual code that are uh, yeah. that are signed up. To water and all those sort of, what do they call them? I think it's Sports Integrity Australia now is their name. Yes. Oh, that makes it just grind, doesn't no, it? Asada is the... Austra- no, the, that's what they changed. Uh, the, right, okay. Yeah, they changed yeah. their name to Sport Integrity Australia. Because that now, I, I completely understand what they what they do now. You call them Sports Integrity Australia. I had no idea when they call themselves the Australian Anti Doping Agency. Whoa, what do they do? Um, number nine. Oh, protecting the. Let's go back to protecting the integrity of events for a minute. That's where this betting comes in. So you're going to have to start thinking about that. 
yep. as well. Yep, yep, yep. Nine, improve our good governance. We've been through governance with the FIH and it's appalling and it's shoddy and everybody should take a good hard clean look at themselves. And incredibly opaque. <laughs> um, let's leave that alone. Ten, make our sport even more inclusive, improve gender equality and promote diversity. Yeah, yeah, okay. Five stock standard that, thing, isn't it? That's what we are and what we do anyway. That's, that's already happened. Yeah, that's got absolutely... We, we would like to think so. But it's got absolutely bugger all to do with oh. any FIH initiative. You can't just take a hashtag equally amazing and then claim something that the sport has done for, for decades. No, that's true. I mean... It's, in- it's great. It's a selling point of our sport, but it's... It's, you haven't invented it, champ. <laughs> you know, uh, I think he forgot to add something there with the improved gender equality. And, um, you know, about, because now Saudi Arabian women's team will be on the, yep. the world map. I'm sure they'll be playing hockey fives on the world tour before we know it. Very, very soon. And promoting diversity, once again, um, it's going to be really good to see how they promote diversity in Qatar and Saudi Arabia. Looking forward to that. Uh, use hockey as a catalyst. Sorry, are, are homose- homosexuals allowed to go to the next Football World Cup? Has that been agreed yet for Qatar? Uh, I would assume it would have to be. But you're just not allowed to be anywhere near your partner. See, that, that's the great thing about religious moral codes is that, um, you know, if there's a chance of making a few hundred million dollars off Muppets from the other side of the globe, well, you're going to do it. Uh, you know? yeah, yeah. A little bit of wriggle room. Yeah, that's right. Um, where are we up to? Make our event even more inclusive. Oh, number, 11. number 11. Use hockey as a catalyst for positive social change. Yeah, promote UN International Days, enhance our role in society, yeah, well, and peace in Korea. Absolutely. Well, it's done. Yeah. Well, well we said it was going to happen. It's happened. And it's happened, obviously. Yeah. Well, I don't know any different. No, well, no. No, the FIH... And no one's going to check on these things anyway, are they? No, I mean, really. that's, that's, that's the beauty. All you've got to do is put these statements out, John. You don't have... They don't have to come to fruition because everybody will have forgotten about it in two years' time. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Uh, that's what Mr Batra's had to say and that's what we've said about what Mr Batra had to say. But it's great to know that we're in good hands. Can I just say, too, that um, for everything that we've talked about, Mr Batra's achievements or his claimed achievements. That's also the legacy of every person that voted for him. And coming up at the next election, what happens to hockey in the next four years will be your legacy. And so you should seriously consider exactly what you want your legacy to be. And if it's the same, if you're happy that your legacy is the last four years of what's happened in international hockey, then maybe it's time you moved on from your position at the FIH Congress and let someone in who can actually... Smell the coffee. Yep, you can't press anyway. that button again. You've only just pressed no, it. No, I've only just pressed it. Should we just move on quickly to a couple of other things while we've got the opportunity? Because um, I have to say, oh, we've been going for 47 minutes. We're not allowed to go under 50, are we? <laughs> no, no, that's, that ri- right? that's written in the contract, yeah. Okay. Because um, we did the other week and we... Got a bit of feedback. Got, yeah. got a bit of feedback. Not happy. Um, Keely and I hosted the Clubhouse Field Hockey, The Conversation, again on Saturday night. The numbers are growing. We had some really, really great speakers jump in. And Ernst and Bernard, Ernst from uh, Studio Hockey and Bernarda from South Pass jumped in. And uh, Salman Akbar, Barida Ahmed. Uh, who else is in there? There's a heap of really good people, all passionate about hockey. And... Uh, we talked about some really good subjects and a lot of it are around this. So we're on again, local time here, 9.30 on Saturday. Has uh, Mr. Badger been in touch with you? He's not About on your influencer role? No. <laughs> no, yes. no. I was hoping Mike Joyce was going to listen in. He's, uh, uh, he's following me and I'm following him on there now. Yeah. It'd be good to have somebody from the FIH to 
comment on some of these things. That'd be most welcome. Um, don't know what the topics will be this week. We ran over. Uh, we were looking to do an hour and a half, and I think we went just over two hours uh, last week. It's my bedtime then. It was time for Keely to go and get some breakfast. Okay. <laughs> but if you uh, if you're not on Clubhouse and you have a, yeah, if you have an iPhone and you want to jump on there, then just send me an email to matt at the net and we'll work out. I'll work out getting an invite sent through to you, and you can join in now. Even that one gentleman who, who listened um, in the UK, I think it was Peter, who uh, he was fixing a fence. Yes. Whilst he uh, was listening in. That's the beauty of the app. You don't have to contribute. You can just listen along to the conversation. So it was a really, really interesting subject yeah. uh, and, happening um, on there. You know, according to official FIH guidelines, Peter, it only has to be 200, it's 250 mil plus or minus 10 mil, oh. the height of your fence. The mini fence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you need the links to find out what about all that stuff, you can follow us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at the reverse stick. And if you'd like to support... Our hockey podcast endeavours. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick, chuck us a little bit of cash, get some exclusive content on there, and you know, you know, just do it, do a nice thing, do a nice thing for us. Or you could go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick too, John, and that's another way that you can sling us a bit of cash and uh, buy us a beer, not a coffee. Yep, that'd be nice. Um, well, that's nearly it, isn't it? Yeah, that's Next it. Week that's we'll, it. You know, you know, we'll talk that, about the that, whole fire. Yeah, there's lo- lots, lots of news and other things happen, but we thought it was quite important to uh, to talk about this being you know, the start of the launch campaign for uh, for the president for the yeah, next two uh, years. If anybody else sticks their hand up, we'll um, see what they have to say and oh, cast that. Yeah, cast a cr- uh, critical eye over it. Yeah, yes. you know, it's, uh, they might have as many cuckoo ideas as uh, Mr. Dr. Batra. You know, when when I first read this letter, I, I was struggled to read it through. I'd get to I'd read a line and just be mad. <laughs> it, it took me a long time to actually read the whole thing. I literally was reading lines and storming out and pacing around the backyard for ten minutes. Well, if you want a copy of the letter as well, you can get in touch. We can we can send that through. But yeah. thank you. For and the financials us. too, if you want to have a look at them. Yeah. Because if you can't find them on the FIH website, let us know. We should set up our own little portal, John. You know, digitise what we do. Stuff the FIH doesn't want you to see. Yeah. Oh, you're hanging around, are you? What? Expect us to say thank you for listening. All right. Thanks for listening.